At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. Welcome. It's good to be back here on a Monday talking about a uh, upcoming game um, for another week. Uh, you know, really pleased with with the way our guys um, prepared for Sam Houston, and obviously uh, more so with how we played. You know, and I, I think it was evident by the comments that our guys made after the game. They went down there with uh, complete confidence, and you know, things really fell into place early for us, um, scoring offensively, um, getting the takeaways, and. You know, being able to open up that lead against a, a real good team, and, and you know they kept um, they kept coming after it and made it made it interesting. But we were able to to tack on a couple more scores. And, and you know, anytime you you get to this point in the season, you know, gaining gaining momentum in a game is so big. Um, not giving it up, um, taking it back if you don't have it. And, and we certainly had it. I think for the most part of that in that game. And you know, it was it was all three phases. We. And we, we, we aimed to outrush them, and we did that. Um, you know, we needed to win the turnover turnover margin, and we were plus three. And then, you know, explosive plays, they had a few, but I think by and large we, uh, we limited them, and we made some our, ourselves. And, and special teams-wise, it was almost negated. So uh, pleased with our effort, and we, you know, we lived to fight another day. We have, you know, a really good program in South Dakota State coming in here. Um, much like Sam Houston, you know, they had a full – Full season in the spring. They had a couple more games um, under their under the belt this this fall. Um, you know they were obviously right on the doorstep of a championship last year, but they've been really close for a long, long time. Coach Stigelmeyer's you know done such a great job there. Um, he actually took over as head coach my senior year playing. So um, I don't know if that dates me or him or both of us, um, but a lot of respect for what he's done with that program. Um, you know, uh, back and forth quite a bit in my time at NDSU and. You know he's continued to to raise their profile in the last uh, last time since I've been gone. So um, we got our hands full. Uh, you know they lost some games and their seating didn't end up uh, happening for them. But uh, you know it's not a surprise to me that they're a semifinal team, one of the final four for you know just just how they've been able to play over the years and at, you know at times how they've played this year. Um, this is where they belong, I think. So with that, I'll open up for for questions. Yeah, it's it's uh, really helpful. I, I think, you know, I think you guys all know we have a venue here, um, a crowd base here that can can really impact a game. And I know they've gone on the road back to back weeks, and they haven't been in that environment. Um, you know, I think it was two thousand some in Philadelphia, and it was a pretty sparse crowd in Sacramento. So that has to be a difference uh, maker for us on, on Saturday. Um, the familiarity of just uh, playing in your home stadium, you know, uh, sleeping in your own bed, doing meetings in our own facility on Friday, uh, not having to travel. I think that all does help. Um, but it's still about, you know, how we go and prepare and then, you know, how we can execute uh, between the lines on Saturday. Any uh, memories from your playing career or, or coaching career against SDSU that, that really stand out? 
Oh, it was just, it became a really good rivalry once we both moved up um, in, in 2004 to the FCS. Um, my playing days, it, it wasn't, you know, wasn't our top rival. It was North Dakota at that time, but, uh, you know, certainly some back and back, back and forth affairs. Um, and, and once once we moved up, he started playing for the, um, the Dakota Marker Trophy and, and we played them in the playoffs, and I know they have since, um, you know, so it's uh, it's one of those rivalries where it's it's cross state lines, but it, it had become uh, very heated um, with a lot of respect going both ways at the same time. And, and you know, Coach Stigemeyer's longevity there, um, a lot of those staff members have been, on, uh, been with him for quite some time. You know, they've got a good thing going, and... Um, you know, I'm fully aware of what they're capable of. And that's over the long haul of, of, of losing games we didn't think we should um, and just, you know, victories that, that came uh, um, really they came to us in a really hard fashion in, in several occasions. Well, they're, they're extremely balanced, first off, just numbers-wise. Um, they're, they're about 50-50 yardage-wise. You know, I think I think their offense certainly starts with the running game. Um, so very good up front, uh, very good at tight end in the running game, um, and then they have you know as good a back combo I think as as anybody in the in the FCS. Um, quarterback wise, obviously that uh, decision to bring um, to bring Chris in was was big for them with the with the injury back in the, the championship game. Um, you know, that was a big blow for their program. They found a way to. Um, answer that problem I guess uh, and he's done a really good job he's he's completing the ball well running their offense well um, and then on the the perimeter they they have you know the Yankee twins that are uh, very effective receivers explosive receivers and then they got a couple tight ends um, you know that are shoot I think between the both of them have about 80 catches um, you know Kraft has over 50 um, and he's a guy that that I'd recruited um, at Wyoming and so very familiar with him and so just a, a very well uh, put together offense, and you know they uh, they don't ask probably any one player to do too much. They have a lot of guys they can lean on, and you know it does start with their guys up front. Though they have a, a really good offensive line. They seem similar to, to you guys with rushing numbers, <clears throat> both defense and uh, offense, similar wise, and then obviously right back at the top. Um, is that mm -hmm. does that kind of change, or how does that affect kind of game compared to last week? Yeah, I, I think um, it's similar to last week. I think you look at numbers. There's a lot of um, things that that do line up with, you know. I, I think this time of year, you know, teams um, wanting to run the football and, and needing to stop the run. Um, so those those elements of, you know, what we were able to do on this this past Saturday, I think that'll continue to be true. And you know, they're a little bit different, you know, from a run scheme perspective. I, I think they're uh, they're they're better equipped up front. Um, there may be, you know, they. Sam Houston was really dynamic on the perimeter, but that's not to say South Dakota State isn't either. Um, you know, they did probably get the ball to their guys a little bit differently. Um, but you know, I, I think we're going to have to play really well on defense, uh, which we're capable of. You know, we're going to have to stop the run, and we're going to have to. You know, put pressure on on the passer, and, and that's that's been our calling card um, all year. And you know, we have to be able to do that again this Saturday. What, what run scheme wise? What's different? Oh, just just more to it. Uh, you know, they're um, 
shoot inside outside zone pin pull power power game counter game um you know kochek their their play caller is a an offensive line coach by trade um you know so they're they're really well schooled up and you know um the the staff by and large has been together for a while and, and they got a lot of experienced players so i think with that you ask them to do a little bit more and they've chose chose to do a little bit more um you know and probably a a better suited play action game off of all those schemes as well Uh, very consistent, I, I think, with their um, their approach, their effort, um, their, where they're supposed to be. Um, you know, I think it's for for them defensively. It does start with their front. They play a lot of guys. You know, they're able to get uh, you know pressure on the passer. They're they've been very you know uh, effective um, against you know a lot of different run teams that, that make up the Missouri Valley. Um, you know, and, and different than maybe Sam Houston, they play more coverage. You know, um, you know, we we knew going into Sam Houston, it was going to be a heavy, heavy dose of man, and we would get matchups out there um, almost every play if we wanted. And this game will be different. They'll they'll throw a lot more at us from a coverage perspective, and um, you know, they're just a, a well-schooled team on both sides of the football. Um, you know, a lot like we pride ourselves in being. You know, so it's I think there's a lot of similarities between the, the two programs, um, how we want to do things, um, what our approach is. Um, so it'll come down to you know, whoever does what they do better. I mean, it's it's really as simple as that. Um, can you say anything more about what happened with Eric uh, before the game? I guess? Uh, Eric didn't practice all week. Um, wasn't able to practice. I'll just leave it there. You know, he he'll, he'll be back this week. It was nothing disciplinary and, and nothing like that. It was it was an injury and you just uh, yeah. Saturday. Yep. What about uh, you know Ty uh, Chase and then Troy? Yeah, I, I think we're we're probably in wait and see mode with everybody um, that that you'd suspect was a little banged up out of that game. Um, and by wait and see, it's it's kind of getting through today um, a little bit more to find out maybe severity in any any one case. Um, you know, but anytime you know high chase, they they go off the field and they get in street clothes. That's that's serious. So so we're we're hopeful, but you know we'll see how uh, the next couple of days play out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he was back out to practice in the day, um, first time and from a practice perspective. He's been out doing some things with the training staff, but first time out practicing. And, and you know what that means as far as inserting him back into the lineup. I'm not sure. You know, I, we've been really pleased with how Rush has played. Um, he's really responded well, and, and I, I think we, we felt like he was a guy that had a lot of ability. And, and sometimes it's just a matter of getting getting out there and realizing it's maybe not as complicated as you think. Uh, so yeah, we'll see you know what that means for TJ, but it was good to have him back out there today, uh, and just see that he's making some strides uh, like we anticipated this time at, that would happen at this time. Alpine Touch has been part of the fabric of Montana for more than 60 years. Decades ago, Russell Street started selling his Touch of Magic in Whitefish. Years later, Alpine Touch's all-purpose seasoning remains a favorite. It's tailgating season, and there's no better way to spice up your grill before a Grizz game than with Alpine Touch. Go to alpinetouch.com now and use the checkout code ESPN10 for a 10% discount on your order. Alpine Touch is here to keep your mouth watering all football season. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Yeah, I, I think we 
you know, we've tapered back practice, and that probably goes back to uh, after our first bye. Um, when we've had a chance to, to take some time off, you know, we have. I think having the bye first, you know, first week of the playoffs was, was big. Um, so earning that opportunity to get refreshed and recharged you know, was big. Um, you know, I, I think if, uh, if you're a competitor, if you're a teammate made up of competitors, you're going to find a way. You know, I think I think this week's a little bit different. Uh, we have finals this week, Monday through Thursday, so we'll adjust some things with the timing of practice. But um, in this day and age, you know, um, it's not that you have to sit in a classroom and take tons of finals. So I think our guys have some flexibility, and even were able to take some last week. So I think it's a different week, um, probably a less taxing week as far as time goes in classes and those type of things. Obviously. You know, I'm you know finishing off strong with with finals is very important. But no, I think our guys are are in a good frame of mind as far as um, being fresh. You know, and this is this is 13 games for us. I, I you know they're they're 25 games on their side in the calendar year. So I, I don't know exactly where they're at, but I, I imagine they're really hungry at the same time. And, you know, uh, so when you're hungry as a team, I think you figure out how to to bounce back. But physically, I think it's. Um, you know, it's in part we've cut back. I think we came into to the season in great shape, and you know our health has been uh, tested, but it's been it's been okay at the same time. So it's kind of a combination of a lot of things. And then the Philly special. Yep. That play. How how was that drawn up? Who created that? And how pleasing was it to see it kind of come to fruition? Yeah, you know, I I think. Uh, uh, Whoever drew it up before Philadelphia did, I think that went back quite a ways. I don't think they invented it either. That was probably just you know, the, the biggest stage that play had been run on. Um, and, and we've ran it in a similar fashion. So Coach Housewright and the staff put it in and, and practiced it a bunch last week leading up. And, and you don't know if you're necessarily going to get that opportunity or how it's going to present itself. So saving it for the fourth quarter or whatever isn't the way, you know, that I talked to Coach Housewright about approaching it. You get an opportunity to run it, run it, and you know uh, there it was. It was second and goal. Uh, I think we got a couple on first down, and you know it was as good a time as ever. And it was a really a uh, you know to cap that drive off with a touchdown versus a field goal was huge. So to utilize it there when you think okay, their man, the probability of this working is very high. Uh, it was pretty smart to use it then. Oh, it's huge. I, I think uh, you're going on the road um, against a team that, uh, you know, had won all those games in a row, was a defending champ. Um, I think for us to go out and grab the momentum for our sake was big, but then also to start putting some doubt in their minds. I think it probably worked both ways, and then we were able to follow it up with the, with the Trey's interception and the touchdown the next play, and then that – builds our momentum up even more and, and their doubt. So I, I think it was uh, in that particular game, um, you know, it kind of went like wildfire. It doesn't always work like that. You know, sometimes it becomes this back and forth affair where you grasp it, you you lose it, you grasp it. But in that game, I think we we got it in a, a big time way, getting up 28 nothing. And, and even though they did some things to close that gap, I think a couple times to, to 16, it was never like we were, um, we lost control, I guess. Oh, I, you know, I think you can run it with anybody. I, I think um, Nick Foles is a 
solid athlete. But I mean, I think it's more about you got to have someone that can throw it. And we joked about it a little bit. I think Willie has is more capable. But I think you get out there and he had his, had his gloves. You know, gave him a little bit of an issue, and he was so wide open. You don't want to screw it up. So. No, I think, you know, as open as that play was, it could have been just about anybody. Yeah, I did it in the moment, yes. But he got it done, he got the job done, and, you know, was able to bounce back right the next play offensively and score another touchdown. So hard to give him too much grief. I know you've spoken highly of Tommy's performance in practice. <clears throat> uh, with his performance, I mean, Yeah, no question. And, and the way the, the score ended up opening up, um, we didn't have to throw the ball nearly as much as we thought we would. I think he only threw it 11 times. And we had a couple, I think, pass interferences that you'd tack on top of that, too. But, you know, um, in a game like that and with our guys on the perimeter, you know, starting with Lance, you know, hey, just, just put it somewhere in the vicinity. and. And we'll make plays, and we did that a couple times. Shoot, his throw to Willie was uh, as good a throw as you can make in that situation. It was great to see Nate uh, have some opportunities as well. So yeah, I, I think it validates that uh, you know, f I don't know, to the outside world, let's say whether that's fans or opponents, that hey, this kid, you know, um, beyond Coach Vegan getting up here and saying he's a quarterback, he's a quarterback, and you know, he's worked really hard at it. I, I think that's that's the the thing that, that that's got to be the message like for future players here right? you don't know when your number is going to be called you might be doing some other things keep working at your craft whatever that whatever that position is because uh he did that even though it wasn't built into practice a whole lot um, and he just continued to get better and better and was able to you know has been able to you know answer the call here in these two starts Yeah, uh, the first one, um, you know, I think Trey's length really is what threw him off a little bit. Uh, you know, he's trying to fit a ball. He was scrambling, so we got him out of pocket. And you know, Trey's a, Trey's a long dude, and, and that was a, you know, I think he thought he could get a ball by him, and he didn't. Um, you know, the other two, I, 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 Jeff made a really good read on that play. Um, you know whether he thought Jeff was going to stay on top of it. I know he was a little, he was under a little bit of duress on that play, but not as much. And Simeon's was, um, you know, I think we fooled him coverage-wise on that one. I mean, he, you know, I think he thought he saw something and it became something else. And you know, we were able to do that. Um, I think several times in that game, you know, to be able to to show something and, and have it become something else. Um, you know, so credit to our guys, credit to our coaches, um, making it really hard on a really good quarterback. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. Well, I think it's a it's a year-round process. You know, it, it goes it goes back to spring ball where um, we try to get as many reps as we can. So that's you know, guys learn faster by being on the field. Um, 
we go against each other maybe in some different fashions than than most. You know, uh, when you have a uh, a running game that can go against the defense, I think that benefits the defense every bit as much as it benefits the offense. You know, they get a chance to see all those schemes, and that becomes your foundation. Spring ball becomes your foundation. Um, and then I think, you know, as we move along, the fall becomes a, um, even more of that as far as our reps. We just have more, more guys uh, in camp. And then each week, you know, um, leave no stone unturned, I, I think, is, is how our, our staff approaches it, how our, our players approach it. And, you know, um, the reps we get on the practice field are one thing, but, but walkthroughs, the film room, um, you know, our, our guys, I think, know their jobs inside and out. And we do make some mistakes, but they're pretty, they're pretty rare. Our guys understand um, leverage. I think back to that first scrimmage um, back in the spring, we did not understand leverage at that point. So that's a credit to our, our coaches uh, moving on from that, that day um, and our guys understanding and you know, continuing to be to want to be you know, the best players they can be and understanding taking coaching is a big part of that. Um, you, you know, going out and playing, um, just because you have ability is is not going to get it done in this defense. You know, playing within the scheme um, is is how you want to do it, and that's why you know moving to this scheme um, and bringing in Freddie was so important to me because um, I've seen it on the other side. Um, you know, for the last almost two decades, you know, just a, a well-oiled machine, week in and week out. Didn't matter who we played, what we, what scheme they ran, our, our guys generally were really prepared and. You know, when you can do that and you can play fast, it all adds up. Um, we have good players, don't get me wrong. We do have good players defensively, um, but they're, they're very well coached and they want to be coached. So I think it's a combination of all that. And with, with guys like Ty, Chase, Troy dealing with things, it, it seemed like guys like Ryland and <clears throat> Danny were making plays around the ball. So what do you think of your depth at, at each of those? Players? Yeah, I think first off up front, I mean, it's uh, that was something that – I think all season I've talked about us playing 10 guys and feeling comfortable with 10 guys because, you know, we've stayed relatively healthy, but it's been, you know, some guys have emerged through that. Some guys have played bigger roles in particular games than others. Um, you know, we, the, we got those guys, uh, those guys being Sam Houston, in a little bit more of a catch-up mode, certainly. So we were able to go with a little bit more s speed than size. And, you know, I think that, that maybe helped us a little bit on on Saturday, but you know throughout the season guys have stepped up up front and, and you know Chase is our best interior guy. But going back to the one game he didn't play, it wasn't like we we played bad in that game. Those guys stepped up and and played as well as they could play, and that's what we'll need moving forward. Um, you know whatever Chase's role can be, and I think you know Rylan Ord's been really patient and waiting for his opportunity. He's essentially been backing up um, all three of our safety nickel spots um that's the first time he's been called on for for major action but he's been ready to go and, and you know he's a guy that that really jumped in our mind in spring ball and um had a lot of opportunity to, to continue to get better in fall you know and it's just uh has been continuing to prepare you know the number of practice reps that that put him in position to to be able to go out there on, on, on that stage and play um really hard to quantify it's, it'd be a ton of reps you know and with reps comes confidence and you still got to go out there and play and uh, perform um, but once you get out there much like I was talking about with Rush 
Okay, you see that's maybe not as complicated as it looks sometimes standing on the sidelines. So, um, you know, I know Danny and Alex got in there just a little bit at the end. Um, you know, they've played more in some games than others Others with, with Nolan's absence. So I think that's the, it's been the theme, that next man up. Well, you can say next man up, but you better have the next man up ready to go. And I think our coaches have done a, a really good job. And the way we structure things in the spring and the fall um, allows them to do that without – Compromising reps for anybody uh, at the end of the day. Uh, you mentioned Simeon. I mean, how important has his steadiness and toughness obviously been for? Oh, it's. I, I can't tell you how big his play has been. Um, he's been our, our constant at corner. We've had a little bit of a revolving revolving door outside of his uh, um, steady, steady play. You know. Uh, so James is back in there, plays the whole game, and James really hadn't played. A, you know, a lot going all the way back to, to Portland, I would think. You know, he's played a little bit, but not that much. Um, I know Eric's played more. Tyrell's been out there at times, but Simeon's been the, the steadying force. And you usually don't, you know, get that out of a true freshman, but, you know, his his demeanor is, you know, unusual, I think, for a true freshman. Um, he's extremely competitive, um, extremely competitive. And I, it didn't take for him to have be playing down in Texas to get that going, but I'm sure I'm sure playing down close to home in front of family and friends was was a bonus. But no, he's um, you know to say he's been a godsend. I mean, he has been. A, he's he's had a heck of a year. Alpine Touch has been part of the fabric of Montana for more than 60 years. Decades ago, Russell Street started selling his Touch of Magic in Whitefish. Years later, Alpine Touch's all-purpose seasoning remains a favorite. It's tailgating season, and there's no better way to spice up your grill before a Grizz game than with Alpine Touch. Go to alpinetouch.com now and use the checkout code ESPN10 for a 10% discount on your order. Alpine Touch is here to keep your mouth watering all football season. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Coulter, do you have anything? Hey, Coach. A couple for you. Um, first, Daniel Hardy mentioned after the game that defensive line is, is basically everybody's a starter at this point because you guys have rotated so heavily. I know you've talked about that element throughout the year, but how big of a difference does it make when not only can those guys fit in and play, but also make plays? I think Blake Schmidt and Ben Seymour both had sacks. So when those guys can step up and not just play, but make plays, how much does that help you? Well, that's what we need, and I think our our scheme calls for that. You know, it does start with our effectiveness up front, and um, you know, I think those guys that are maybe getting ten, fifteen reps. You know, we're getting everything they have in those ten, fifteen reps, and and there's there's some talent for sure in those those positions. Those young guys, you know, Sebastian is he went from that backup role to become a starter, and you know, he's been very effective. Um, he talked about Blake Schmidt there. I think he's emerged as of late. You know, Ben Seymour's made a bunch of plays lately. Um, Brody, you know, his uh, his continual improvement has been has been big. And then you know the the old pro and Byron Rollins. I, I think he's continued to be a really solid player for us. David Alston's one that doesn't get a whole lot of credit, but David's been able to you know go out there and be effective. Uh, Blake Heal. Um, so you know that that group has taken. Um, for us to have all those guys understand their role, play their role, and understand each week it might look a little bit different. That might go from 10 plays all of a sudden to 30, um, and they're all ready to, to contribute however they can. You mentioned Ryland Orr, but he's a guy that I know he's always been praised for his, his mental ability to pick things up 
and I think that probably speaks to the fact that he is learning all three of the safety spots. So uh, how has that helped him, and what have you done, just his progress, uh, being ready when he was called upon? Yeah, Ryland, uh, for a young player, is, you know, uh, I think he's really smart. He He's very competitive, um, you know, and, and he's also been very patient, too. And so his primary role has been, you know, next man up um, and then play, you know, play his role on special teams, and he's done that very well. And, you know, now that role, you know, likely could change here moving forward. We'll see. But, you know, I appreciate just how I think he sees himself – as a regular, even though his regular snaps haven't been too significant, I think he understands that I better be ready to go. I'm, I'm one play away, and that could look a lot different based on, you know, which which spot I'm playing. And so to give, to give us that versatility um, speaks to, you know, speaks to his intelligence, but also just speaks to how locked in he is, and um, you know, really appreciate him for that. Thanks, coach. I'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. All right, sounds good. Um, so Tayden Gilman, you know, has has been out there a bunch, um, and Tayden's kind of a cross between the strong safety and the nickel. Um, so so he would he would probably be another guy that we could look to. Uh, Kendrick Bailey's been out forever. Um, he was out there practicing today. He's kind of, he's been easing back in the last couple of weeks. You know, Kendrick was was slotted more as the backup free safety. Um, but yeah, he's been out for a long time. Um, uh, Tyson Pottinger is a young first year player that's, that's played just in one game on special teams. But he's really, you know, in some ways he's been a play away for weeks on end now. Um, you know, and really like Tyson's uh, development. Um, so he could be in that that position as well. You want to keep Simeon, James, and Eric at corner, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. Tyrell's still out there. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, the way that thing's going, yep. All good. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news.